podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Greetings, pod friends. It's been a while. Pack your bags. We're off to the Bundesliga. There's a side causing quite the stir amongst the juggernauts of German football. After eight games, little old Stuttgart are sitting in second place, just one point behind the much-lauded Bayer Leverkusen under the stewardship of Xabi Alonso. Is Stuttgart surprising uplift in the Bundesliga Cinderella run or a new era beginning? We're joined by Runa Zilov Peterson, the owner of BullyNews.com, German football expert. Let's get straight into it to get the lowdown, the inside track, and how Stuttgart have gone from balling dwellers to potential title challenges, in inverted commas, of course. This remarkable rise into perspective, Stuttgart only survived in the Bundesliga last season by the skin of their teeth via a relegation playoff. They sold a lot of their shining lights in the summer. A new manager came through the door in the not-so-distant past. But today, those troubles seem so far away as at the weekend their 3-0 demolition away to Champions League qualified Union Berlin signals Stuttgart's sixth Bundesliga win on the trot. This week we are graced by Bundesliga fountain of knowledge, the brilliant Runa Zhirov Peten, to analyse how Stuttgart have gone from bowling feeders to giant killers in a mere matter of months. As we said at the top of the show, Runa is the owner of the magnificent Bundesliga site Bully News and also a Bundesliga fancy football extraordinaire. He graces with his time. We call up with him, pick this brain, check it out. You're listening to Eurotales, where European football stories are explored one at a time. Make sure you subscribe so you never miss an episode. Runa, my friend, how are you? Welcome to the Eurotales Lounge. Tell our listeners about yourself and your immense love for German football. Yeah, thanks for having me. Uh, my name is Runa Gjelf and uh, I'm a Danish journalist. Uh, I've always been really interested in German football. Um, very close to the to the border, of course, with me uh, growing up in Denmark. Um, and yeah, I started BullyNews.com uh, five years ago. Uh, it's a site. Uh, that I feel has developed into a big source for German football and uh, really proud of the, the journey we've been on. Uh, we have a lot of news articles, interviews, long reads, fantasy Bundesliga content and, and much more about uh, what I believe is the most entertaining and best league in the world. Your website's an excellent resource, my friend. I've been reading it for a few years. I'm reading a book to um, Danish Dynamite about oh. your Euro-winning side and intrigued about the immense links with German football through the years. Yeah, it's uh, 
I mean, it's a, it's a great place for Danish players to go if, if you want to go abroad. Um, it's an obvious next step, uh, I feel, and, and that's why we see so many Danish players going to the Bundesliga. And we also have some some pretty high-profile players from Denmark this season, which is a lot of fun for me as a Dane, of course. Excellent. Stuttgart, Runa, my friend. They are the team that are slightly in the shadow of Bayern Leverkusen, but they are making waves in the Bundesliga. Just how far are they performing above expectations? Really far above. Um, I think uh, going into the season there, their goal was probably to avoid relegation. Uh, so the fact that they're in second place now is obviously a, a real surprise. Um, and it's not just the results that are impressive, it's also the, the performances, uh, the way that they're getting the wins. And so, yeah, really surprising. But actually, they had a really chaotic season last year, but uh, where, where they changed coach four times. Uh, but since Hernandez took over in April, uh, it's actually been going in, in the right direction. Uh, also, towards the end of that season, they, they already uh, started to improve on the Hernandez and and uh, narrowly escaped relegation, of course, uh, in the relegation playoffs. But I feel like uh, he's really trans- transformed the club since taking over, and uh, obviously, there's, they've taken the next step this season, and and it's built. It's been really fantastic watching their, their improvement um, so far. It's amazing the metamorphosis, as you say. It's the best start in their history. How is their early season form being viewed in Germany? Is it a case of being a flash in the pan, or is this club a sleeping giant awakening? Mm, maybe a bit of both, actually. Uh, everyone knows how big a club Stuttgart is. They have a great fan base, a great history, a great stadium as well. Uh, so the foundation is definitely there for, for them to do better than they've done in, in the past like 10 seasons uh, where they've been relegated twice, actually. Um, but that being said, they're not expected to go on like this. Uh, at the moment, everything is just clicking for them. Uh, but if you look at the squad and the budget, it's hard to see them competing with the likes of Bayern, Leverkusen, Dortmund and Leipzig in the long run. Exactly, as you said there, leads me on beautifully. Great segue. Was there summer transfer business the catalyst for this footballing metamorphosis we're seeing? How would you rate their summer recruitment? Well, actually, um, I think the most important thing they, they did in the summer was to to sign Gilles uh, on a permanent deal from, from Rennes. Um, that was obviously a key decision. Um, and... Alex Nübel has also come in and done really well in goal um, on loan from Bayern. Uh, that's been a pretty big problem for them, the, the goalkeeper position in the past season. But also, at the same time, they lost three of the most important players, uh, I'd say, actually. Uh, Batao Endo, Marupanas and Borna Sosa. Um, and that was a real concern at the time, the fact that they, they were coming off a pretty difficult season and then they also lost uh, three of the, of the key players. But I think they they made a smart move by bringing in uh, Stiller from from Hoffenheim to to replace Endo, and then they brought in a French player uh, Roux, uh from to to replace Mavropanos, uh, and he's just starting to show what he can do now. But but I feel actually that that the key players, um, the the bearing figures at the club has been have been players who've always who's been there already actually, um, with the exception of of, of Nübel and Stiller. We, we've seen Hoeneß. Uh, get the most out of of some of the other players that that were already there um so so it's actually a, a pretty interesting summer transfer window uh, the the way they have managed to to cope with 
the loss of of those key key players that I mentioned earlier has been has been really impressive. Are they similar to Brighton? Would you say? Do is the scouting network extensive? Hmm. No. I'm I'm not really sure about that comparison, but what I can say is that that they they rarely pay a lot of money for 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 their players. Uh, they paid nine million for for Girassi, which can seem like a a really cheap fee to pay now, especially if you look at the, some of the figures being being thrown around in, in in England. But that's a lot of money for Stuttgart. Uh, he's actually their joint third most third most expensive arrival. So. That was a big signing for Stuttgart and a lot of money to pay for a player. So I think the fact that 9 million euros is, is such a big fee for the club says something uh, about how they, they handle transfers. They need to be creative and maybe try to try to find players before they, they really take off. And uh, like they did with, with Girasi, for example, uh, and like they're hoping to do with some of the other signings they've made. And as you said, this man, Garassi, he's the striker outscoring Harry Kane. His goal at the weekend and before he went off injured takes his tally to 14 Bundesliga goals after just eight games. He scored two hat-tricks already, left foot, right foot, headers. He seems like he can do it all. He's scoring at a rate higher than Haaland and Lewandowski have in the not-so-distant past. And as you said, they are stuck at need to get in before the big boys, given their budget. And last May, I was reading Bayern great Lothar Matthäus did an interview with Chairman Outwit Blind. He proclaimed back then that Girassi was the player that Bayern should go for instead of Harry Kane. And he was every bit as good as Colo Mawani. My word, those words are ringing true now. He should buy a Lolo ticket, Lothar Matthäus, shouldn't he? Yeah, I mean, um, yeah, in 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 hindsight, maybe, but uh, and and I also think he would been he would have been a better fit for Bayern than Moani because he's more of a target man. But I think um, at the time, Bayern really needed a proven goalscorer. They they they, they kind of took a chance last season when they brought in Mané, uh, who's not the the kind of striker you'd usually put up front in a, at the number nine position, and, and that didn't work out for them. So. They weren't in a position where they could afford to take a new risk, big risk. Um, so I think the signing of Kane should be seen in light of this as well. Um, they they needed someone who they knew would be able to step in and score from from day one, uh, who who had the experience of being at a big club before and who had been scoring goals consistently over a lot of years. And sure, Girassi has been amazing for Stuttgart so far, but. I mean, he. It's not like with Kane, who you know uh, has performed over such a, a big time span. Um, that being said, uh, I'm, if he had performed like he's done for Stuttgart so far, I'm sure he would have done great at Bayern too. And his injury at the weekend surely will be a big worry for Stuttgart going forward. Is there any other new additions that have impressed you from the players that they recently purchased? Um, yeah, as I, as I said, Alex Nübel, I think, has been, for the most part, a real calming presence in goal. And he's also a keeper that he was really highly regarded when he he came through at Schalke 04. And then he made that early move to Bayern that didn't quite work out for him. But But he's a goalkeeper that everyone knows has a huge talent uh, and it's, it's good to see him finally showing that again. Uh, it's been a 
few rough years for him. Uh, and then they also got Angelo Stiller from uh, from Hoffenheim, who's a really clever deep-lying playmaker. Uh, he's actually a former Bayern youth player and came through the youth ranks there, but never really got his chance at Bayern and uh, moved on to Hoffenheim. So that's where they, they got him from. And, and he's been really good for them in midfield too. He's a very different kind of player to Vatori Endo. Uh, he's like better at dictating play from a from a deep role uh, and also a really dynamic player at the same time. And then uh, finally, uh, not a new signing, but uh, Chris Führig, uh, a former Dortmund youth product, has been in amazing form on the wing and he's he's had a huge played a huge part for them too and uh, has had a hand in a lot of Girassi's goals and and also just earned his first call up to the German national team so uh, Führig is all, he's a player that um you always knew he had the potential but it's all about uh, getting the most out of him and, and making him more consistent and uh, and I think Hoeneß has achieved that so far and uh, he's showing a lot of uh, He's showing more ruthlessness, I feel, in in the final third, and that's something that that he's been lagging in the past. As you said, the, the football they're playing, it, it's breathtaking at times. I really like the look of um, Ito. We know the Japanese centre back they have. I, I did, did a look at his stats. He, he twenty four, amazing technique. Plucked him from the J League for a few hundred thousand. And he's done 474 passes in the Bundesliga this season, boasting an amazing 87% accuracy. He's like a Pau Torres. He, he's <laughs> launching the attack. And like you yeah. said, they're Nubel. When I was looking at their passing stats, Nubel is 91% for a goalkeeper. It's out of this world. How about the manager, Runa? Who is he? And how would you describe this man's philosophy? To our listeners, um, he's he's the son of, of Dieter Hoeneß and the nephew of Uli Hoeneß, uh, two Bayern legends. So it's uh, it's safe to say that that football runs in his blood. Um, and his father Dieter actually also played for Stuttgart. Um, but yeah, he he started out as a as a youth coach and and uh, the reserves co- coach and really caught the eye when when he won the third div- division with with the Bayern reserves. Um, that was a big accomplishment, uh, and that. Got him, uh, got him the job at Hoffenheim, where I think he did okay, but probably didn't live up to the expectations they had. Uh, probably failed to take them to the next level the way they they hoped or expected him to. Um, but yeah, then he took over the Stuttgart job in April, and um, yeah, he's he's been doing an amazing job as we talked about earlier. Uh, I think he has a 66% win win percentage with uh, with Stuttgart, which is amazing. Um, and he usually he's usually used the for the most part the four two three one formation. Uh, also likes the the three four two one. Um, and in general, I'd say he's a coach who is quite good at finding the balance between defense and offense. Uh, Stuttgart struggled a lot defensively uh, last season, and uh, he's given them a bit more stability. Uh, a player like Ito that he uses as a left back is also capable of playing in, in central defense, but he gives some some stability at, at left back uh, where they, they, they used to have Borna Sosa, who's a, who's a really attacking left back. So so that's a change he's made. Uh, and also the introduction of Stiller has, has made a big difference. Uh, Stiller is a player who helps them uh, keep the most possession. And they tend to, do, to dominate games and they have a lot of, Passes and uh, and Stiller is is really a key player 
uh, in that regard. Um, and 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 going forward, when you see them attacking, I think they're quite unpredictable. Actually, they're they're relying a lot on crosses. Um, with Chris Furyk, obviously a, a great provider there uh, on the left, but but they're also able to play through the middle. So uh, they're quite unpredictable and and difficult to to defend defend against. Uh, they've been really clever in the final third decision with with their decision making. I think. Has young Enzo Milo impressed you much? Yeah, uh, he's also uh, he's, he's a really promising player from from the youth ranks. Um, look look really good also last season actually, uh, where he he came through and and emerged as a as like a regular part of the of the first team uh, squad. Um, so yeah, a really good player there. And then they have uh, Young too. They 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 brought him in from from Freiburg, uh, and he was just off to. Uh, for international duty with South Korea, he, he only just returned. So they have two uh, quite interesting, promising players there uh, competing for that attacking midfield spot. Uh, and uh, I think it's good to have that kind of competition in in that position uh, because they are pushing each other. I think to to put in their to show the top level. As we discussed at the top of the show, my friend, the main striker is injured now. How far do you think this Stuttgart revolution can go? They're starting to look a bit scary for the opposition. Is a European adventure on the cards? Is this a Cinderella run or the beckoning of a new era, my friend? Yeah, that's a, that's a big question. And and that's, I mean, now, now we'll we'll see the real test uh, without Girasi. Um, I mean, they did quite well after he was subbed off uh, against Union uh, the other day. Uh, they have they have Undau, another striker who's, who's come in and done really well, but but obviously he's not a, he's not a he's not a GRC. So so it would be really interesting to see how they will cope uh, with that loss because I mean that's one of the disadvantages that that they're pretty they're relying a lot on on their most important players. If say Angelo Stilla or Alex Nübel picked up an injury, that would be pretty. Tough for them too, or Chris Friedrich. Um They they don't have the the squad depth that the likes of Leverkusen and uh, and Dortmund and Bayern have. Um, but yeah, I think with with what we've seen so far, uh, I can't see why they shouldn't be able to to compete for a European spot. I think um, getting into the Champions League will probably be too difficult uh, in the long run, uh, given the competition. But I think uh, an, an Europa League place doesn't seem unrealistic at the moment. We've seen. Freiburg and uh, Union Berlin uh, get into the Europa League and Union obviously in the Champions League now as well. Um, so it is possible, and and I think uh, yeah they should take a lot of confidence from the start, and uh, yeah then we'll see. It, I think it's it's hard to hard to uh, to judge now, um, and probably shouldn't get ahead of ourselves, but certainly looking very promising. You're right. We can't get ahead of ourselves, Runa. Thank you so much for your time. We'd love to have you on again this season. Will you please tell our listeners where they can tap into more of your fantastic Bundesliga knowledge? Yeah, um, head to bullynews.com where I publish uh, daily work, my news articles and some longer pieces as well. Interviews whenever I I get the chance to talk to some of the players or coaches or club bosses um so yeah bullynews.com or my twitter profile um is where i i keep most of my work 
Excellent. I will link both your Twitter and the bullynews.com website in the show notes. Runa, thanks so much and have a fantastic rest of your week, my man. Thanks, and uh, thanks so much for having me. Uh, I'm I'm always keen to, to come on to discuss German football again, uh, if, if you want me to. Oh, 100%, my friend. Thank you. Euro Tales. Euro Tales. Runa's website, bullynews.com, is the go-to place if you're after the inside track on all things German football in English. Please check it out. There is something stirring in Stuttgart. The stadium holds 60,000 fans, and from their opening eight games in the Bundesliga, they've blasted 25 goals. Only Bayern have scored more with 26. Can they keep this early season momentum going? Their major obstacle now is the fact that scoring phenomenon Gorassi, the top scorer in Europe's big five leagues, is injured. The 27-year-old has blasted an unprecedented 14 goals already in league action. Oh, how Wren must regret letting him go with the stuttering start to the League One season. He suffered a hamstring injury at the weekend and is said to be absent for the next few weeks. Can Stuttgart cope without him and keep this run going? This weekend, they have Hoffenheim at home and they will fancy their chances. Well, that's all we've got time for. Thank you for listening. Have a look back at our back catalogue to get some of the hollest stories from some of the most gifted minds in European football. We cover the small stories, the big stories, and give you a unique take and some of the developing side notes that mainstream media just overlook. So if you're sick of hearing about all the big teams, have a listen to our pod. Subscribe, share, like, it'll be much appreciated. Have a fantastic week and enjoy all the action. Now that club football is back into gear after the international break. We'll be back next week. Thanks for listening. Don't miss us between episodes. Simply follow our socials, links in the show notes, or simply search at EuroTalesPod on Twitter. EuroTales. Podcast Network.